1: It's Fun Friday. My name is Jeff Sandu. Ever wondered how he keeps the smile on his face and the skip in his step? Culture Pop's Matt Armitage follows a plan and it's all his own. It's digital happiness, Matt's plane. So Matt, would you like to tell us about your road to happiness then?
0: No. (laughs) Show's over. (laughs) Show's over. End end of the thing. That was a really good session. I'm... As you know, I'm known for being very lighthearted and positive. Um, Listeners already know that just hearing my voice through a speaker is enough to banish feelings of depression and hopelessness. If Pfizer could legally turn me into tablets, (laughs) they would box me up and ship me all over the world. I'm not joking. Mm. So with that in mind, I have devised a comprehensive plan for digital happiness that anyone can follow and use to improve their life. Mm. So I present to you all, The Seven Digi Signs.
1: That sounds a little bit more familiar. Did you rip that off from somewhere else? (laughs) Right, you're
0: sounding less like a disciple and more like a hater right now. (laughs) Um, I am the feel-good messiah. All ideas are mine. Thus, I am incapable of theft. So shall we begin?
1: I'm honestly regretting getting up this morning. And maybe
0: you shouldn't have. Mm. And that's actually kind of point one. Mm. Point one is switch off. Huh? Get less involved. Let yourself be bored. Now, we have covered this on the show before. And we've mentioned there's a great series on the uh, Reply to Self podcast, which is called Bored and Brilliant. Mm. So let me just test. What was the first thing you did when you woke up this morning? And keep your answer clean.
1: Yeah, well, I checked my phone for WhatsApp messages because generally I sleep quite early. And there's a whole bunch of messages that I missed out.
0: Okay, but but why i mean the the, the thing is our, our addiction to screens is mm. actually really hard to to understand mm. i mean you say you sleep early but in the time between sleeping and waking up what actually <laughs> important actually
1: happened very rarely something important exactly you know the world
0: worked perfectly well before we had personal devices <laughs> and the internet It's like when you got your first car and you wanted to spend 24 hours in it (laughs) driving around, but the novelty wears off really, really quickly. Mm. What does your car spend most of its life doing now?
1: Being here in the office basement for many hours of the week.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly. But that addiction to our screens carries on. We're constantly Mm. glued to them, you know. And admittedly, I don't always follow my own (laughs) advice here. As I've said on the show before, I wake up every morning to check that President Trump hasn't declared war on <laughs> someone overnight. But, you know, it doesn't mean that we can't afford to slow down the way that we use these devices. Um, I went to a workshop at the Kuala Lumpur Festival mm. a few months ago. And at the end of that session, the moderator, Professor Horn from the University of Vienna, suggested that we all go outside and we sit down mm. and we close our eyes for 10 minutes and we just let the rest of our senses take over. Wow, so, therapy. Yeah, well, not <laughs> therapy. I mean, just it's actually just normal mm. just to listen and to smell and to feel the sun or the breeze on your skin. Um, actually, I was talking to Arvin before the the show, and he was saying he goes downstairs just to feel the breeze on his skin, just to feel some sun on his on mm. his face. Because you know, now
1: the, I know where he goes off it, every ten minutes right, of the exactly. hour. <laughs> you know,
0: because the the office is a bit too airless and it does sound hippie but it was actually a really cool experience mm. because our brains are often so overstimulated sometimes you have to disconnect and switch it off you have to let your mind you know go idle for a while
1: assuming we all log back on eventually Matt what's your second step to this digital nirvana
0: really easy um be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all guilty of curating our lives to some extent, especially when it comes to social media. Yep. And we forget that the friends whose posts look so amazing, they're just as stressed and miserable as we are. <laughs> they're just marginally better at editing the misery out of those pictures. So, again, why do we do it? You know, we look at all the feeds we follow, they seem to show. Lives that are more exciting and more glamorous than Mm -hmm. our own. But it's all kind of a con job. You know, it's those wonderful filters um, that all the photo apps have. They're really just there to pimp up your life. Mm. Um, If I look at my phone, the number of apps I have to prettify and process images it's startling. Mm. I think I've got over twenty sitting yeah. on my phone. Right I think now. I have
1: about the same too. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Mm. And I don't even post a lot. Um, Actually, me too. Yeah, yeah. I
1: hardly would I. Exactly.
0: I mean, you yet. can follow me on <laughs> at Culture Pop if you want to see how little I post on on Twitter, <laughs> but. You know, again, there was a world, a photographic world before filters and image mm. stabilization, and back then, all of our photos looked like some big blur with someone with big red demon eyes. <laughs> but at least those pictures were real; they were from your actual life. Mm. You know, they were from the days before you spent ten minutes rearranging your designer nasi lemak around the table to make it look awesome. You know, while it's actually cooling down and, and going cold. Mm. It doesn't have to be awesome. It's breakfast.
1: But isn't it fun to post these stuff, though?
0: Yeah, it really is fun. But a lot of people treat it very, very seriously. Mm. You know, we're it's as though we're all the star of some movie. How many times have you been out with friends and you've watched the ice cream melt in their dessert while they fuss around to take the perfect picture yeah, of it? Yeah. So the world, that the, the image rather that the world sees, it's this incredible candy tower. But what they end up eating is this bowl of lukewarm dairy soup, mm. which is kind of disgusting. So the experience of eating it has to be nicer than the experience of taking a photo of it. You're not supposed to curate your life. You're supposed to actually live it. Um, if you spend all your time storyboarding the next moment, it's not real. Mm. That's the reason we love watching docu-soaps and reality shows because the people are always <laughs> awful. Yeah. You know, I can't understand how anyone would watch things like the Kardashians and actually want to be them. Mm. You know, they've sold their souls along with the image rights.
1: Mm. Which brings us to sign number 3.
0: Yes, um, I kind of laid up a dunk shot with the Kardashian <laughs> reference there. Um, curating your media is one thing, but a lot of people take it, you know, a step further than that. So mm-hmm. my sign number three, stop trying to be famous. Um, I've been famous for a while now, and it's really not that cool. Um, I've got tennis elbow from signing all the autographs. I have to wear dark glasses all the time because, you know, the paparazzi flashbulbs have damaged my retinas. The physical toll of being famous is appalling.
1: No one has actually ever asked for you for an autograph, have they? Uh,
0: only the accountant and the tax man. Um, and even when people ask for a headshot, I send one over of Mr. Potato Head. Oh yeah, nobody's noticed yet. Um, we do all look for validation through our social media field uh social media feeds um you know carefully choosing an outfit and posting it that's fine Mm. but getting stressed out because one of your friends took two hours to like it and then only commented with a smiley or a stock emoji you know
1: get a life exactly it's not real it
0: might feel real but it But it isn't. Mm. You know, we've all been there. We've all posted something that we think will go viral, at least within our own social Mm. circle. And then we find out it's completely ignored. (laughs) And it is a crushing feeling. But Mm. it shouldn't be because really it doesn't matter. Um, Fame only works when the number of famous people is very, very small. If everyone's famous then fame is just normal. And again, nobody's famous. So leave it to the professionally vacuous to break the internet and get on with your life. Mm.
1: Now, before we jump into the break, uh, give us a quick look at sign number four.
0: Sign number four is very, very simple. Um, You should just consider that All your information is compromised. Now, I know that sounds more scary (laughs) than happy, but adjusting to this mindset really actually sets you free online. Mm. Um, We give all kinds of personal information to all kinds of sites and institutions realistically, none of them can keep that information safe. It's not that they don't want to. It's not that they're not trying hard enough. It's just that anything that's online is really not secure. Mm. So you can do things like keeping separate bank accounts and credit cards for your online transactions, change your passwords regularly. I know it's a bind, but it also helps you to understand when and where the breach of your information happened. And it also helps you to understand if it's something that's ongoing as well. Mm. So once you compartmentalize all of these things, it makes it a lot easier to track. You can quickly see if you've been compromised online or offline, for example, so you know what needs to be changed and you know what mistakes you've made in your behavior. And the same goes for our photos and documents. If it's on a server or in the cloud, it's vulnerable. If it's on a computer or on a phone that connects to the net, then it's vulnerable. Um, And that's why it really is so important not to be famous (laughs) or rich because most of us aren't obvious targets. So for us, hacking, fraud, identity theft, it's a numbers game. We're just one of the faceless millions whose Mm. data gets stolen. You know, it's the one instance where it really is better to be a statistic.
1: Matt Amitej from Culture Pop talking about seven signs to digital happiness. We'll be right back with uh, three more signs after this. BFM 89.9. Because feelings matter. BFM 89.9 And we're back. My name is Jaf Sandu, together with Culture Pop's Matt Armitage and we're talking about the seven digital signs for uh, digital nirvana. And uh, early on, we talked about four already, so you've got to switch off. Uh, that's in completely switching off from your phone screens and stuff yeah, and then go dark yeah go dark and then you got to be honest as well stop trying to be uh, uh, something a, that you are something yeah. that you're on and also which kind of leads to stop trying too hard to be a celebrity uh, and leads us to number four which the hackers know who you are just accept the fact and move on that will lead you to a much better life and it
0: leads you to freedom it is the path to freedom
1: so let's carry on with uh, with the, the very strange path of happiness that you've laid out for us I can't wait to hear Here's sign number five,
0: Matt. Uh, Yeah, your sarcasm has not been missed, (laughs) but I can rise above it because I have achieved my digital nirvana. And to me, you are nothing but a noisy avatar. You're a bump in the continuing evolution of my consciousness. Mm -hmm. I'm really beginning to like all this guru stuff. I think we should do this more often. This is fun. Um, Okay, steps five and six are linked. Um, Sign number five, very straightforward. Stop the cycle. Um, In the same way that we feel pressure to take photos of our lunch, we feel this pressure to constantly upgrade Mm. our devices. You know, at the start of this digital revolution, it kind of made sense because our devices really weren't that good. And every time there was a new version, they were much better. They were more powerful. They had a higher resolution, this, they had a better power consumption, that, a faster processing. Whatever.
1: Yeah. So we became addicted to it.
0: Exactly. And it wasn't just us that became addicted. It was the manufacturers as well. Um, in the olden days of ox carts, people would buy a fridge or a TV or a washing machine. Mm. And they expected them to last because yeah. they were very expensive. So manufacturers only expected to sell you stuff once in a decade. And that was back when stuff didn't even work very well. <laughs> you know, we expected to have to repair mm. stuff. Numerous times over its lifespan. I mean, do you remember the days of changing the tube on your TV, wow. not changing the TV itself? Wow. Probably, yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. I mean,
1: not for me, I think, but I remember the days of, a, of one of those CRT TVs that keep yeah. breaking down every six exactly. months. Exactly. And, and, you,
0: and you take it to the shop and they put a new tube yeah. in and then it yeah. works again for six months. But now we're all in this kind of endless upgrade cycle. Which again is pointless because most of the stuff is really well made and lasts far longer than our attention span actually wants us to keep
1: mm. iPhone ten then, Matt.
0: I'm not in a rush. I know we're going to talk about it after <laughs> the break. Um, it'll happen eventually, but mm, you know, there's mm. loads more urgent things to do first. Mm. And my iPhone seven, just like my seven digi signs, is doing perfectly fine.
1: <laughs> All right. What if people have to upgrade their smart TV because the OS, the software itself, isn't being updated anymore? <laughs>
0: Well, my views on smart TVs are well known on this show. Um, If you have a smart TV, you really only have yourself to blame. Um, Get a dumb TV with a lot of ports and add all the other things on yourself. That way you get a genius TV. Um, But that does bring me to sign number six, which is stop wasting stuff.
1: And how will that make people happier?
0: Well, it might sound counterintuitive, but we all have these piles of unused digital machines oh my in our God, homes. a lot, yeah. Exactly, and we don't know what to do with them. Old computers, we don't want to throw them away in case someone hacks the hard drives mm-hmm. and finds out God knows what. Mm-hmm. Phones with cracked screens and leaking batteries. <laughs> Old consoles we can't buy games for anymore or we just don't want to play anymore. Mm. How many of our listeners still have a VCD player lurking somewhere in a cupboard or a drawer?
1: I do. Mm. Exactly. Mm.
0: And in this world of streaming, we don't even watch those super expensive Blu-ray DVDs, let alone those dodgy cinema copy VCDs from the, the 1990s and early 2000s. Well,
1: you could just throw them away.
0: But that's the conflicting thing. We don't know what to do with Mm. them. We know that putting them into landfills is not a good Mm -mm. idea because there's a lot of chemicals and metals in them that can leach into the the water supply and poison the land and all that kind of thing. And the guilt is made worse because, in most cases, the devices still actually work. And somewhere at the back of our minds, we're thinking that someone somewhere should be making use of them, even if it's not going to be us. Mm. So think of signs five and six together. When you're thinking about upgrading What are you going to do with the technology that you have now?
1: Mm. I can practically feel all the good vibes washing over me right now. So what's your final step to digital perfection?
0: Relax. Hmm? Don't let things get you get so angry um if you get to the point where you want to write things in caps close your computer switch mm, off the mm. tablet um go and do whatever it is you do to relax which is probably to snap selfies of yourself with ice cream <laughs> which invalidates sign number 2 but in this instance mm. i think we can allow it you know you have to ask yourself what is your anger actually achieving and why are you angry in the first place One of the downsides of living in echo chambers is that people react completely disproportionately when they're confronted with a viewpoint that opposes their own. But having different opinions is normal. That's how societies function. That's how progress happens. Mm. If people all have the same idea, we don't go very far. So talk to the person. Try to see their side of the argument. Put forward your own side and If you can't come to a compromise, agree to differ. You can't help it if the other person is a moron. (laughs) And you don't want to miss your lunchtime photo ops wasting time trying Mm. to change their mind. So it goes back to sign number one. Switch off, literally and mentally.
1: Uh, What if you're a troll and you're out setting out to upset people?
0: As you said earlier, get a life. Seriously. Mm. Um, It's like the digital equivalent of burning ants with a magnifying glass. (laughs) You really should know better. I don't care what your belief system is. There is a special place in the afterlife for trolls, and it's not like a Shrek movie.
1: All right. In in all seriousness, though, will your seven-step program help people? Okay.
0: As much as I hope we've had some fun with this today, um, the points are actually real. At the heart, really, I guess, is just one point that we can take our digital selves a bit too seriously. It's about taking that step back, um, asking why you're doing what you're doing. And really simply, if doing something else would make you happier. If you post something, let people see the real emotion there, the the joy or the sadness or the boredom. Don't post it for likes, post mm. it you know, for passion. Because sometimes I think that's what's really missing from our online selves the passions that make us interesting people and those passions are not always photogenic they're not always easy to articulate and they're not always pretty but we shouldn't be afraid of that and we shouldn't be afraid that no one else gets what we say or likes what we do just like this show
1: wow matt amatic from culture pop giving you seven signs of digital happiness or the
0: seven digi signs
1: the seven digi signs now we'll be right back with geek squawks after this hopefully you're feeling a lot more happier after this because if you have not <laughs> the next story starts. i know i am
0: <laughs> i i feel like i've just unloaded
1: <laughs> we'll be right back bfm 89.9